Oh, what's this? Another biscuit? You lucky, stupid fucks. Oh, thank God for the Stanley Cup. That means you're going to get just an extra probably seven, I hope, episodes. Um, joining me for the recap today, uh, Biscuit alumni, um, mouse milker, possum enthusiast, uh, owner of animals, Chris Banity. Um, excited to have him on. We're going to recap game two. Uh, and we could only recap this game because of the sponsorship and help of Lucid Float Spas out of Mount Vernon, Ohio. Go take a fucking float. Enjoy the show. Now Kroger oh, got the right, right hand free. He's loose with the right hand and he starts to retaliate and down goes Nyland and the two of them are hammering each other. Knights of Columbus that hurt. It's old time market. Enforcer of all hockey podcasts. It's the biscuit. It's the biscuit. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. God help the fucking day if fighting's ever been. There's a country will stop working on some fucking Hi everybody. It's the biscuit podcast. Hey, you wanna go? Yeah, okay. All right, Biscuit Babies, I'm here with biomechanical engineer, milker, man, Chris Banity. How are you, sir? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm I'm really good. I'm kind of good. I accidentally, I think, just broke our baby bullet, which is what we make like the the baby's baby food with. I. I decided today I was going to make one of those Joe Rogan Hulk loads. Have you heard of those? No, no, I haven't. It's like a shit ton of kale and celery and all this other like green shit. And I, I'm pretty sure I fried the fucking food processor, so that's that's not good. But besides that, everything's great. You need to you need to get your hands on one of those Blendtec blenders, dude. I so want you can just like blend tasers and stuff into food. I want one so bad and. I, I knew that, too, that I was like, man, I probably shouldn't push the boundaries on this, but I bought all the ingredients for it, so I was like, man, fuck it. And then, but wait, it, it, it'll, I mean, I'll just have to buy another one. It sucks. Well, uh, and what what do you study again? Uh, I'm like an ecologist, so, <clears throat> and conservation biologist. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a sore throat. So I study more like, you know, interactions within ecosystems and then how to develop management strategies uh to like benefit species of conservation concern ah yeah well i saw you on big ram put a picture of his his walleye hall today and you know that uh self-sustaining attitude is always a good thing oh yeah 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 i don't even think you know i mean what i don't even think he eats the fish i think he just likes catching them i think he gives most of it out which isn't bad either. Yeah, that's not bad either. Yeah, I hope I get some. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, maybe he can bribe his way out of being fired, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give me a, a few fillets and maybe maybe he can keep his job. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to recap game two. Um, a little less noteworthy as game one. Obviously, the Stanley Cup final is what I'm referring to. 
Uh, the game was in Vegas, again, um, with the home ice there. I was a little surprised that they did the same ceremony, like to a T. I, th- I thought they would change it up a little bit. Um, I know you're a, an old school kind of guy. What did, what did you think of, because I'm sure you saw on Twitter all the hoopla and people being angry about the uh, the way Vegas is going about their opening ceremonies for the games. Yeah, I mean, so on the one hand, it is Vegas, right? So right. of course they're going to make a spectacle of it and be there, you know, they have to live their personality in all things, including the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, so you've got to expect it. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't know if I'm a fan of, of this huge thing, because it's like, you know, the other teams don't necessarily do that, and then now that Vegas is doing it, are these other teams going to start uh, turning this into, like, Super Bowl Sunday every time there's a playoff game, you know? 100% it's going to happen. Vegas has yeah, set a... It, I Vegas, think they set, set a trend. Yeah, and it's... And I, uh, I don't know if I want to see it every fucking game, but like you said, if Vegas didn't do something, then people would be like, "Well, they have this team in Vegas, and they don't even do anything like Vegasy." Right. So I think they have a, a lose lose, and no matter what you do, there's going to be people bitching. And the the point I had made up after I watched Game One and had watched the kids' reactions to it is it's really fueling uh, the younger kids to at least get them there for the beginning of the game. So hopefully they can start watching the game and grow the sport that way. Right. <clears throat> well, the game right. op- the game opens up with a fucking absolute rocket from James Neal. Um, yeah. Holy piss. He went fucking... I thought he was going to break the pipes to that fucking puck hit the corner so hard. He... Uh, he he's kind of this quiet killer on the team. I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was the one everyone had said he was going to get traded and all this, but so many of the dudes around him have been producing that he's kind of like, I don't want to say lost in the mix, but until that goal, the the talk really wasn't about James Neal until he fucking rocketed that one in. Right. I mean, well, I'm not a big James Neal fan, but that was a beautiful shot on a beautiful play too. The flip up, through center ice, and then he like fields it perfectly, for lack of a better term, and then just laser corner. Oh, I, I I didn't think he was going to shoot, and then next yeah. thing you knew, the fucking biscuit was buried in the net. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, I know uh, Pierre probably peed himself a little bit. Oh, uh, by pee, some came out. By pee, you mean come? Then yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the, to tie it up, Lars Eller comes down, who's on the precipice of being on a burner. He's about to fucking tear out. He's he's really picked his game up, um, especially in the two cup games so far. Uh, oh, yeah. But he had a goal and an assist in this game, in game two? Uh, I think so. And that's Lars Eller. Yeah, like. Let's- and when you have, you know, uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov. Yeah, another former blue, by the way. <laughs> how's, how's that for you? Tech, Watching all these <laughs> former blues players just go on and have success everywhere. Yeah, he had a goal and two assists. Damn, son. Uh, so he's, he's breaking out. Damn. That's a good time to go on a heater. Yeah. And 
you know, uh, I mean, who put sorry. the who who put the hit on Kuznetsov? Who, who took him out of the game? Was it McNabb? I, yeah, I think it was. So it was, and uh, kind of hip checks him, and I I I didn't think it was going to be his wrist or her, but I guess it just caught him in a point you couldn't see. Um, I know they were saying it's. You know, they with the hockey, it's always an upper body injury, but it's definitely his wrist, and he's day to day. So I, I'm not even sure if he's going to suit up uh, for the game three or not. But Lars Eller really took that initiative and that opportunity to be like, well, you know, may, maybe our most well rounded player, Kuznetsov, is out. So you know, someone's going to have to stand in there and take over. Right. And it seems like Lars is is filling in pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this. He, I mean, he is. I don't know if the Blues would have traded him all, you know, long, long ago if we knew he could be like this. Uh, but then I say that, and then you look at you know, player like Ryan Reeves, killing it mm. in the playoffs. Perron too. Got, and Perron, yeah, Perron. That was another. Uh, we should have protected him. But it's not about the Blues. This is about the Capitals. Right. Well, by. just to touch on that lightly there, I was very surprised that Perron was left to that expansion draft. I was shocked, actually. Sorry. you. you uh, Am I cutting out on you? Yeah. I, I was saying I was very surprised that they did not protect Perron when it came down to the expansion draft. Yeah, me too. That was, I was very surprised. Because if you're on a list and you're looking down through there and you're Vegas, you, I know defense was the, the key to the draft, but, I mean, if you see Perron on that list, you're, you're taking him every fucking time. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, and I thought, one of the other guys I thought who has been playing well and doesn't get a lot of praise, gets a lot of hatred for whatever reason, I don't even think he's necessarily a dirty player, is Brooks Orpik. I saw uh, I saw a lot of women just bashing him on Twitter, saying, "How's this guy still in the league? He's a piece of shit, worst player in the NHL." I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" I mean, so like, he's obviously a good player. <clears throat> I don't like him because he must have some kind of patented adhesive that he puts in his gloves <laughs> because he'll just like kill someone. And then you just you can't get those gloves off unless you're like a foot shorter than him, and then he'll fight you. He does. He, um, he does that. Have that way about him, doesn't he? Where he'll crush people, but he's not. He's not trying to get you know rowdy at all. Yeah, that's why you know he he uh, he worked together. You know, research and development with Cronwall to prevent the uh, <laughs> or pick Cronwall maneuver. Oh God, Brooks Wall glue. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I saw you know he scored a goal. This this whole series uh, has been you know kind of those players. The whole series, right? Two games in, but so far, you know, it's it's the who is this guy or how'd that happen? Yeah, through. And that's really good to see where it's not necessarily like oh you know the superstar every time just clapping them in. It's it's made it more interesting. I I like the series uh, anyhow, just because there's going to be a new Stanley Cup champion that you know yeah. hasn't that hasn't won it. And it's not Pittsburgh, um, but then like you said, the, these other guys are you know Brooks Orpik breaks a it was something crazy like 250 game goal goalless streak or some something nuts like that. 
But uh, I mean, he's a defenseman, and at some point, uh, you know, when you play defense, I know it's not the trend today. I mean, the the trend today is you know the guys getting on the blue line and getting up in the rush, and uh, it's almost there is really no true defenseman. But if if there are, it's his ass, and he. I, I mean, I don't think he necessarily is. It's part of his game, or he he's never really been a big like points guy, uh, you know. And like comparatively, so he the, like to say he's you know the worst player in the league. He had like a, a minus nine on the year, but Brett Burns has like a, a minus sixteen. But it's just that right. it's just that Brooks Orpik doesn't put up sixty seven points, right? And he's fucking. Yeah, it's all about the the kind of player and like the positions they're put in, right? Right. A guy on the PK is probably going to go minus. More often than somebody who's not killing penalties. Yeah, that that's an issue with that stat. I'm not sure if the the penalty, like a power play goal, should count against your plus minus, but that's the way they do it. Right. And he's he played 81 games this year. He's been really consistent for the Capitals since he's gone over there. Um, And him being 37 too, that's. That's up there, especially in the NHL now. I mean, that's a, a journeyman old dude who's putting up 20, 20 fucking minutes a game. So good for him. And uh, yeah, don't look don't look forward to drop them mitts though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean another older defenseman, <clears throat> right? Uh, Derek Angland on the other on the other side with Vegas. I mean, he's been a standout all season. I mean, he's not their official captain, but let's be real, Definitely. he's their captain. And he's another guy where people say, you know, this guy can't play. He's too old. He doesn't play defense the way it is played now. And uh, I think you can't really argue that anymore. No. You – there's guys that can make it work. There's guys like Derek Ingham. There's guys like Brooks Orpik. There's teams where that that can fit in. Um, Uh I I think if you take Derek Ingham out of the mix out in Las Vegas, I mean, it's a – you know, a complete uh, fantasy, but you know, who knows how well that team would have meshed and who knows, you know, how well they would have went forward. I mean, like you said, he's, he is the captain. Everyone knows that they might as well like just have given him the C because everyone knows it. It's just like fucking Austin Matthews. Like, I don't know why you <laughs> don't know why you're playing the game. Just give him the fucking C. But, uh, and him being, you know, living in Vegas and really wanting to get that team going. He even took back, you know, stayed out of the box this year, um, you know, which I know you and I probably aren't as much fans of. I'd like to see Derek mix it up a little bit more. But uh, he's played very well. But, you know, and he's in the cup. And I'd really like – that's why I was kind of happy too, uh, to either see him and Reeves hold it up or, you know, I'm a huge Tom Wilson fan. To see a dude like that where – they're constantly told they can't play hockey. Uh, just to watch them hold it up uh, makes me happy, and kind of like I, I like reading those Twitter comments afterwards when they go, "That's disgusting." Oh my gosh! Well, like that is the main reason I've tuned into these games. <laughs> Sorry to watch, uh, you know, the dynamic between Reeves and Wilson because. You know, not only are these teams good, and not only do both teams play an enter- entertaining style of hockey, but those two players, Reeves and Wilson, are a big part of why they play an entertaining style of hockey. And like 
you know, the toughness in the game is pretty much gone. Yeah. But, like, they're as good as it's going to get. So yeah. they are the showpiece. And they've given a, they've given a whole another storyline to Stanley Cup where it hasn't been there. There hasn't been – I mean, most of the talk – when you look down through the shit about the Stanley Cup this year is about Wilson or about Reeves or about both of them. They have given a whole – and sports writers, you can say whatever you want if you like it or you don't like it. You're excited and it's it's made your job a lot easier. to. Ha- and they're actually mixing it up too. It's not like this heavily ticketed show and it's over. I mean they're still you know bickering back and forth and then, and then just – Two beauties, they both scored in the fucking first game. Oh, yeah. And I, well, I, and I, and I, so, so people are like, oh, you know, hold on, your Reeves is a goon, and he's just there to bully somebody, and all this, all that. And like, well, you had Reeves. Why did uh, Wilson pull that hit on March or so? And it's like, hold on, it's like he was—he scored a goal. Like, like, yeah, yeah. So which narrative do you want to run with? Is he like a worthless goon that can't help his team? Or, you know... Is he just there to, like, you know, but he's scoring clutch goals again. So, yeah. uh, choose a narrative and run with it. Oh, And then there's this, I I went down a fucking hole the other day of these fucking nerds saying, you know, these new age enforcer guys or goons or whatever they want to say, don't enforce the role and they actually don't end up protecting their teammates because nobody went and fought Tom Wilson after he crushed Marcia Saul. But yeah. the reason Marcia so got crushed is because of the cross check that Ryan Reeves let out on. I, I think it was. Uh, I, I, it doesn't matter who it was. I think probably Kuznetsov or somebody right there in the crease yeah. before he scored that I th- the go ahead goal. Really, yeah. and Tom Wilson saw I that mean, and goes, "Okay, you want to hit my guy? Here you go. This is what's going to happen." Now, right, and that's that's how it's supposed to be. There's supposed to be that back and forth. Balance. It's, it's balanced. It's balancing out, right? Yeah. You know, if you're going to fuck around with one of my top guys, if if I'm given the opportunity and you got a guy like Marcia Saul who's going to throw this pass and then sit there and watch it like it's a <laughs> pair of titties flying down the ice. Absolutely. It, that's that's what's going to – and uh, you, the, the, people don't understand that like Reeves and Tom aren't on the ice together all that often. Oh, no, they're not because Wilson's on the first line for the Caps. Right. And – even though Gallant plays Reeves, like, gives him decent shifts, he actually plays him, you know. I think in game one, uh, up by one in the third period with three minutes left, Reeves took a regular shift, right? Yeah. They're not going to be matched up against each other often. And then, uh, you know, with the instigator rule, even if they are, like, it's not always the right time to fight, even if they should fight, right? So right. you can't just grab somebody. But the thing with Reeves, which <clears throat> people are saying, oh, the – Pittsburgh was smart to get rid of him because he couldn't have helped because, you know, the instigator rule and, you know, he wouldn't have been playing anyway. Well, he finds a way to make an impact. And I don't know, I bet you did see the incident where uh, good old Wilson came over to give him a cross check. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Reeves got him right in the chops. How fucking quick was that reaction, dude? Yeah, well, he 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 saw him coming and then it looked like he was – pretending not to notice him but he had the plan and then just bam got him oh my god like, that's what the two guys i love both those players and i love seeing them go at each other you know? uh, it's everybody's waiting it's the it, they they they're gonna have to just do it 
or yeah. you're going to feel like you got gypped. But like, just like you said, Wilson skates over and you can see Wilson like mailing it in, getting ready to fucking cross check him across the chin. And I didn't think Reeves saw him and Reeves did a very good job of pretending because he fucking brought up his left hand and it hit him so good. Oh, it was amazing. It's it's made it fun. The Stanley Cup is it's supposed to be fun like this. It's supposed to be exciting and people getting hit and you know a penalty here or there or you know dudes getting shitty with each other. It, it's it's it, it's why people watch hockey instead of soccer or fucking basketball. Right. I mean, Vegas even made those pucks. Did you see? No. Where like like half the puck has got. Tom Wilson, and then on the other side of the puck, it has Ryan Reeves. Like, like a fight card looking? Ba- oh, yeah, basically, kind of. It's oh. like the player photos. And it's like they're selling these pucks at the arena. Like, how could you not? This is great for marketing. This is what there's the Stanley Cup finals and the Stanley Cup playoffs in general are supposed to have these storylines and the drama and the carryover from game to game. And that's what makes it such a special event. Oh, I couldn't uh, tell you the last time I was this excited for a game three. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? And I don't know what this – I don't know if you saw this online. Today. I didn't read the article, but a bunch of people are up in arms about Washington holding tickets from people that are trying to buy them that are Vegas. How do you, How can you tell if a Vegas fan's trying to buy a ticket? I didn't understand all that. Um, I don't – I haven't heard about that uh, specifically, but I do know like um, – <clears throat> I think the Blues have done it when we play Chicago or something. Where if you have a if you're purchasing from an area code, you know that is in the Chicago area, then you can't buy tickets for that game or something. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it. No. I understand sometimes it can be frustrating, but like also, just if you're having a problem where all the other teams' fans are coming to your game, be better, and then you'll have fans in your own city. Right, and that was the you know most of the comments I'd read underneath it was all teams do this. I, they said yeah. they, they said Vegas just did it to Washington. So, uh, but Washington kind of is the the uh, I guess the villain for I, you know because every people really do not like Tom Wilson, and I think it's made that whole thing. <laughs> and people don't like Ovechkin either for whatever reason. Uh, uh. I guess because he's Russian, I would imagine, and he—I mean, he'll—he'll he'll throw some hits every now and again. But for a guy who's done so much for the league, I love how that name. What's that? Oh yeah, but have you noticed how the narrative? You know, like ha ha ha. Uh, you know, white Russian, no cups, never yeah. makes it playoffs. It's his fault the team doesn't succeed. All this stuff. Well, now he's just sitting in his office cranking top corner over and over Dude. in the playoffs and that whole narrative has gone away. How it's do good you to see people like shut up about it? How do you think he stays open like that? How does he do I, that? How does he do that? I don't understand. And if you're the goal like like I don't know. I feel like especially on a power play situation, you know exactly where he's going to be and you know the game plan is get the puck to Ovi. And you know they're gonna have some like side to side, and you know where he's gonna put the puck too. Like, yeah, as a goal, you could almost like, okay, I'll go over to the left side of the net here, and then I'm I'm not gonna really watch the puck because I I'm gonna wait for the pass, and then I'll start you know paying attention, like because you know what's happening, right? But they also, have, but but I guess the trap is that they also have so many other skilled 
forwards that if you cheat to cover, you know, where you think Ovi is going to put it, they'll just shoot it themselves. Yeah, I so, so I guess there's, it's a lose 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 really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it, it, even in this series I've seen too like not even necessarily on the power play I'm like how the fuck is he standing over there and nobody Oh yeah. How? Like I would just I would fucking screen his ass. I don't even give a shit if that's an effective uh, defense. I'm going to say dude just stand in front of him. Just Yeah, just have somebody shadow him. Yeah. Just fucking get in, just annoy him the whole game. Like, hey, if you see eight come over that board, you're out. Just follow him. Just fucking follow him. And he yeah. finally put one in. Uh, it, it, you, you don't want him to start like he had started the season with like a fucking hat trick and was just scoring goals like he's not getting old. Um, <laughs> he definitely is on steroids. But if if he – he's on a fucking mission, dude. I love it. He's – He's really emotional. Uh, he was super happy to win that Eastern Conference trophy finally. And you, you can see him on the bench like watching almost like a little kid would. Like when Holpe oh, made that fucking beast-ass save on uh, Tuck uh, with like oh, what? Two, how good was that? He uh, he shot, shot all the way from one side to the other and just got the paddle on it. Oh, and everyone, everyone in Vegas stood up cheering like "fuck out, we scored." <laughs> You're just like, "No, nah, dude, that did not go in." Oh my gosh! And it, and you could see the relief on Ovi, like, "Holy fuck! <laughs> thank fucking God. how I don't know how, but thank fucking God!" And to walk yeah. out of Vegas one one, man, you couldn't ask for a better situation. Uh, and well, I, know, I know that you know. I think if if Vegas got up two two zero, you know, they won both games at home. That would be very, very difficult momentum to break. But uh, Washington definitely, I mean, it sounds, it's a simple concept. You win a game, you're in a better position than if you lose the game. But this was a very important game for them to win, and they did it. And they needed it, too, going home, because Washington, D.C. is a city where sports can get lost in the mix of what's going on in that city very easily. So if it was O2 going back down to DC, a lot of people wouldn't really give a shit. So it gave a reason for people to stay interested and, you know, they have a a very fickle fan base in my opinion. And I, I, I really do. And I think it's, I think they're, they're on right now. Everybody is happy with DC. It's, uh, you know, it's like if, if Hillary would have won, everybody's happy. So, <laughs> so, uh, going back to I don't know if I would say that. That's kind of <laughs> no. That's uh, <laughs> that was my attempt at humor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the one time Reeves and Wilson actually did mix it up, um, I'm sure you've seen it a thousand times. I'm sure you remember when it happened, uh, November fifteenth, two thousand fourteen, when they actually threw punches. Reeves gives them three rights. Counter by Tom and then fucking TKO by Reeves. Uh, Reeves. Well, see, that's actually their second fight. Right. The first one was a little push match, though. Like tackled him. Yeah, the first one. Everybody, everybody knew that Wilson and Reeves had to fight, and Wilson knew it, and he was afraid to to tangle with the with the monster. So he jumped him and then got handled. Yeah. Then they went down. Was that their rookie year for both of them? No, that was the rookie year for Wilson. I, it wasn't uh, wasn't Reeves' rookie year. Because that's the one where Reeves hits Backstrom from behind, and Wilson comes over, gets punched, and he's like, "Oh shit!" So he just kind of tries to bring him down to the ice. Yeah, and then the second fight, like you were saying, yeah, you, once it starts, 
you know, Reeves makes sure that they have enough enough distance between them, and then they engage, and it was a true fight the second time. We saw who won that one. Ooh, the last punch, the, the last punch was so fucking gnarly. Yeah. And that one was started too. Not not shit from that either of them are doing, but they're doing an enforcer's role. Because I'm pretty sure right. it was uh, – I think it was Backstrom, you know, almost bored somebody from St. Louis or in a situation like that. And, you know, Reeves comes up to him and starts talking shit and Tommy comes over and goes, hey, bud, you know, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what he does. I guess I'll have to – I guess I'll have to get punched by your fucking monster ass. Right. And Reeves dealt with him and then, you know, they still – I love these two because they'll be in the box talking shit to each other. It's you know going on like five years of them talking shit to each other. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. I know, and they're like they're hard. I mean, I guess to a lot of people, you know, they're easy to hate. But for me, both of them are very difficult to hate. And you know, like we we kind of talked about earlier when uh, like when Wilson hit Marsha so. And just lit him up. Yeah. The guy was admiring his pass. Like, how old are you? Don't you know that's not what you're supposed to do? And especially not in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that's especially some, not. That's something Wilson's I would do. I'd like, hold, I like, that's something I would do. Oh, holy shit, I actually hit it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I don't, everybody says, okay, so the, the knocks on, right? Reeves is apparently a worthless goon, and Tom Wilson's a dirty player, apparently. Well, like, that. You know, I honestly don't think Wilson is actually a dirty player, and you can fight me about it, but you're not going to change my mind. No, it was the hit. It was a little bit late. It wasn't this five strides late like I've heard. You have to watch things forty seconds before the play and twenty seconds after the play. There's the slow mo recapping of shit has to stop, and yeah. you have to take in the situation and. If you didn't see Marshall so watching his pass afterwards, you're not watching the game. You're not paying attention to what's happening. And Tom Wilson crushed him. Maybe it was a little late. It was interference. Go take the penalty. Right. There you go. Problem solved. Two minutes. Two minutes for interference. Not five. No. Not suspendable. He didn't hit him in the head. No. No. Okay. And it, it, it's so quickly. Two seconds later on the internet, find him. Suspend him. He should be done for the yeah. series. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's have that. So, so then so then I can watch PK Subban versus Sidney Crosby when they fucking butt touch each other on the ice. <laughs> or they they open up the fucking cup last year. Oh shit, Evgeny Malkin versus PK Subban and they basically make out and that's you're just like yeah. guys you shouldn't even have fucking got into the the you're embarrassing yourself, you know? Yeah, it was it's embarrassing. That's exactly what it is. And then uh you know, I this is not you know, if we want to stick to game two, we can stick to game two. But I was just wanted to mention, you know, how how if you're a Capitals fan, can you hate Tom Wilson? Going back to the Tampa series when that guy ripped off, uh, I can't remember whose jersey it was. He ripped off Kuznetsov's jersey and yeah, yeah. looks at Tom Wilson and throws it on the ice. Threw it on the ice, and then like Tom Wilson is trying to get to him, yeah. trying to get to him, but the stripes won't let frantically. Him. Trying to get there for the crest. Like, he is the knight for your team. He's yeah. trying to get there. He represents everything, you know, all 82 games it took in the regular season, all the playoff games you've won, like what your city means, 
all of the bonds within the team are all represented in that moment when they hop out the box and he takes Coburn to the meat market. Dealt with him. Yeah. Dealt with him. And that's exactly, that's that's exactly, man, that's a perfect point. Like that's exactly what you want out of a dude in that role. And Oh, he plays on the top line. I mean, he's on that line for a reason. I I bet Oveshkin fucking buys him dinner constantly. (laughs) And you could see his fucking face turn. As soon as that sweater hit the ice he went fucking psycho. And yeah. he doesn't have to give a shit about the Capitals. I mean, there's probably a lot of pro players that wouldn't give a fuck if their jersey hit the ground. I mean, it's just that's the way it goes. But yeah. he he cares. He cares that his buddy got his fucking sweater ripped off of him. And, and, and definitely my hat's off to Colburn for, you know, realizing, oh, I fucked up. I'm going to have to deal with this and not, and not dragging it out anymore and coming out of the box and, and dropping them. Right. That's I was surprised. That's, that's lost in today's game. I was surprised. I was like, Oh, there's no way those guys are going to do it. And then they both came out immediately. I was like, Holy shit. Like what? I asked my wife, I was like, is it fucking 1997? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just happened? And, yeah. and, and Tommy, isn't the greatest fighter, but man, he, I think if he gets mad, he, he's one of those guys that can fight better mad. A fury fighter. Yeah. 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 Oh, well the game, game, game two ends. Capitals win after Holtby's amazing save three to two nail biter. Great game. I'll have to ask you, who did you, who do you got in game three and who did you predict to win before the series started? Cause I didn't really get to talk to you before the series started. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, I know everybody on the internet said Vegas. I had picked Washington in seven. Um, so give me your prediction for game three. Um, anything else you want to touch on and then give me, uh, your prediction for the whole cup, my man. Uh, so I would say uh, it's kind of hard. So a big factor, uh, in the series is, is the goalies and both of them have been playing phenomenally yes. like out of their minds. Um, which is, I mean, that's a treat to see too. It really uh, is. Like Rene fell apart last year, unfortunately in the finals and that kind of put a damper on the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing better than watching uh, like a goalie duel in addition to all the other, uh, fantastic play. Yeah. I'm a fan of but a low scoring goalie duel, man. Sorry? I'm a fan of a low scoring oh, goalie yeah. duel. Dude, I like it. Me too. Yeah, that's. I mean, that means people are playing fundamentally sound defense, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is also rare these days. Oh yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to be called a bandwagoner. But I feel like picking one or the other, you kind of are. Right. Um, It's a really tough decision because I'd love to see Reeves and England and Gerard, Gerard Gallant after he went through all that BS in right. drama in Florida. I'd love to see them win. I'd love to see Ovi and Wilson, you know, hoist the cup finally because Ovi's time is coming to an end with the, or the window. Yeah, we don't to have win. too much of them left. I mean, he might play, but like you said, that window for winning one and especially in Washington is closing fast. Yeah. I say. Game three, I'll just say game three Vegas, and then also the cup for Vegas. I like it, man. I don't hate that. Like, I'm, I'm not mad if either team wins because there's a lot of guys yeah. on both sides that deserve to win. 
And right. in Vegas, who knows if this is like a, an anomaly and there'll be an expansion team actually next year. You know, maybe they fall from grace or maybe this is just how that team's going to be. But it's hard to imagine they keep this. I mean, you're going to make the cup to your first two years. So, you know, the, the time to get it is now. And who knows? I mean, look at Carolina. They got to the cup quick and they might not ever fucking get in the playoffs again. <laughs> So, yeah, they might not even be there for that. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They might not even be a fucking organization anymore. They might be out in Seattle or Quebec or uh, – oh, yeah. my God, dude. This dude on the internet the other day said he he thinks the perfect number is 36 teams in the NHL. And just yeah, give, me a sim- give me a simple answer. Is that too many? Well, so in my mind, right, and if I fantasize about it, more teams means quote unquote less talent, which means more physical players in the league. Probably. Oh, I didn't think about that, buddy. I mean, that's what happened in the first expansion, but that's a fairy tale scenario. Yeah, like the way the game is played, the way the rules are. More that instigators. Would, it would never happen like that again. Right. But I can dream, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm on that bandwagon for sure. Let's get fifty fucking teams. Let's get, <laughs> let, let's get take the instigator out and let's fucking go to town. Let's do it. I actually yeah. love that. Let's. Uh, we're gonna start incorporating the ECHL, the SPHL, the IHL. Just put them all together in one big league. Fuck yes. Fuck and then, yes. I, I heard somebody say I don't remember who was saying that, but turn turn the Stanley Cup back into a Challenge Cup, you know, and then just see these guys who are making like. $300 a year playing hockey, <laughs> just trying to beat the shit out of that, some National Hockey League team for the Stanley Cup. <laughs> this, I mean, this could be the next Mad Max movie. That's what okay. they need, like Mad Max Frozen Tundra, Frozen Thunderdome or something. <laughs> Mad Max Rink World. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I'm writing it. I'll start writing it tonight. Uh, awesome. Hey, thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming on, buddy. I really appreciate it. Uh, I know you were... Working your ass off this morning, so thanks for taking the time to come and talk. I, I always appreciate you coming on and keep up the good work. And uh, I'm, I'll talk to you soon, my man. Oh, absolutely! It's always it's always a good time. Glad when I can help out. Fuck yeah, man! Go talk Tom, to you soon. Tom Wilson's God. There he was, man. Fucking Chris Banty. I love that guy. Always a good time talking to him. Um, hey, send me some barbecue, Chris. I heard St. Louis has good barbecue. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the games this weekend. Um, tell your friends to listen to the show. Rate and review us, please, please, please. Go check out parkersplatoon.org. Um, the Probert Ride in Windsor. Is, I think, is Windsor, Ontario? Canada? I don't know the providences. I know it's in Windsor. I know it's in Canada. I know it's right across the bridge in Detroit, so there's no reason not to go over there. Help support um, Danny Probert and the eighth annual probert ride i really appreciate it guys uh thanks for listening more to come bye-bye